0: You're listening to Successfully and Up by CMB. I'm Cherie from Pepper and Me. And I'm Betts from Magnolia Kitchen. You can listen to us chat about real-life business. Uh, the joys of raising toddlers and teenagers. And just generally making shit up as we go along. With a fair amount of fuck-ups and eventual successes for both of us. We hope you enjoy listening to our behind-the-scenes chats on this podcast. Get into it. Welcome back to Successfully and Up the podcast that I still can't spell the name of, even though we are up to episode seven.
1: (laughs) We pretty much can't do anything with this podcast and we're up to episode seven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad everyone's enjoying it.
1: Um, All right. So hope everyone has had an amazing week. Our boat stories podcast went live and we have loved the feedback. I have loved it. Um, You guys have loved the Cherie's debauchery because hers outweighs mine. Tenfold. Um (laughs) it's also been super fun reliving all the stories and like finding all the photos.
0: I was was like the photos were so good.
1: So Um, good. I loved it. I loved it.
0: I didn't have many photos of my debauchery, debauchery days. So I
1: I found so many photos that I was like, fuck, I should have talked about that. That was fucking, that was debaucherous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll maybe do another debaucherous episode. Yeah. Online. yeah. Undiscovered uh, truths. <laughs> this week we thought we'd better stick to a business-related topic. And a listener question that I thought was really thought and discussion-provoking Uh, about pivotal moments in business that lead to success so we've all got these moments that I guess steer us in the right direction so we're just going to chat through some of those pivotal moments for us.
1: So basically we're just going to chat about crucial decision making times like in our business um, or the journey to our business um, choices that have led us to where we are today so not necessarily like we have focused before on um, how we've fucked up and then made it into a success. This is like deliberate decisions that become us. Yeah, when when we make the right decision at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. First up fails and successes for the week. How's the week been? Up and down. (laughs) Well we're here. Up and down. We're here for it. Peak in your life.
1: Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go with low first and then I'm gonna peak Um Okay. So my fail, (laughs) this is like super current as in five seconds ago, I was editing podcasts. So my fail is linked to editing podcasts because fuck me, (laughs) I cannot get past the crackle on those two episodes. It's driving me insane. I know it's actually, I know logically it's important for us to get those podcasts. Like even listening to them, I'm like, man, these podcasts, are good like the content's great and then I'm like crackle crackle fuck <laughs> that sucks <laughs> so and I know that putting those up in their state um like not being able to remove the crackle is important for the premise of the entire podcast because we're successfully fucking up like um I, I've we've fucked up by recording some podcast episodes that have got a crackle on them but we're still going to have a successful podcast Hopefully, I'm struggling. No, we are. We already have a. We already have a successful podcast.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I just got the stats through.
0: Oh, <laughs> what are the stats? Is that our win for the week?
1: Uh, well, no, it's not. I was, I was just trying to talk myself through my fail and come out the other side. But right, I'll send right. you the. I'll send you. The, yeah, the stats are good, mate. Fucking, we've got a great listenership. That's we love great. you. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to us. Yeah, literally talk shit.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, passing on from my fail, um, my win is securing my first real brand working relationship, like in a influencer capacity.
0: Ooh, are, you Ooh. Allowed to say, are you allowed to say who with? Um,
1: there's a couple of, so, um, basically there's a couple of brands that I am approaching to work with in an in influencer slash brand repping slash, I don't even know what to call it. Um. Paid partnerships is actually probably
0: the best thing to
1: call it. Uh, And, yeah. Anyway, that's that's my one. (laughs)
0: I'm actually really really excited about that for you. Yeah. Thanks.
1: What are your – What's go with your fail.
0: Fail? Well, I've had a few. (laughs) If Uh, you could pick one. (laughs) So I bought some CBD oil. Oh, this
1: is the best fail ever. This is so (laughs) classic you.
0: Like – Fuck, man. I I had been influenced by my (laughs) lovely friend, Leah Light, and I was like, oh, this looks bomb. Like, it's good for anxiety. I've been getting really bad anxiety, and I can't sleep or function, and she said it's really good. So I just hopped online and bought some, and it arrived, and I showed everyone on Instagram. I'm like, yeah, this stuff's a bomb. Seriously, when
1: I saw you doing that, I was like, girl, I'm pretty sure that's illegal, but I was like, nah, surely she's
0: not dumb enough to be putting that on her. (laughs) yep. She is. (laughs) she is <laughs> yeah so it's a little bit illegal and i had a few messages that it's definitely illegal like it, it will be legal soon enough i don't i just don't understand why how it's do you to...
1: think how do you think their argument will go down well when like they come and knock in and you're like oh but, but it'll, it'll be legal soon
0: <laughs> i don't it? really care actually <laughs> i'd be happy to have a break away from my bloody children <laughs> <everyone's> in jail.
1: <laughs> or part of your master plan
0: We'll we'll do the podcast on tour, and you can come with yeah. me myself. Yeah,
1: we did discuss this. I think that would make for some epic really yeah.
0: listening. Like, how, how's your how's your fail going? <laughs> character building I believe so I'm in jail
1: um that <laughs> pretty much sums up my fail of the week <laughs> last year
0: <laughs> okay so yeah don't do illegal stuff in front of like 25,000 followers it's not probably not the best idea um and then I've got you know what I've got written down for my win is that i fucked up the nutritional labels on my wok source. so
1: that's, that's, a, double that's, fail, actually, that's a, a
0: double fail. it's actually a double fail I obviously couldn't think of a win um that's actually quite a massive fail but it was 18 months ago no one's noticed until this week someone's like um that doesn't look right what? hit me up. they're like the sodium content of the wok sauce so it's supposed to be like 340 milligrams and I've got 3.4 milligrams so probably shouldn't even be talking about it because I was going to try and keep it on the down oh uh, sweet <laughs> <But laughs> no I'm gonna have to do a do a post and um I don't think I'll have to recall it, but I'll have to let people know. Yeah, And uh, I've scrapped...
1: Is it like an errata slip for a product?
0: Basically. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Exactly, actually, exactly. Yeah, And so what I've done is I've just printed off tiny little stickers to cover the nutritionals of the products that we've got now. So is that sodium? Sodium is salt? Yes. So it says it's saltier
1: than it is or not as salty?
0: No, it says it's not as salty Uh, as it is. But the lady's right, like there's no way it could possibly, it's a soy-based salt. There's no way it could have 3.4 milligrams. That's like nothing yeah. of, of salt. It just wouldn't be possible. So, so
1: is this a customer that, that bought it?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, I'm thankful for it. But then also I'm like, how have we gone 18 months without noticing this? Yeah. Like no one's noticed it. So I'm just hoping that means that no one's checked the nutritionals. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Not ideal. <In
1: until>. <laughs> it's been picked up. Gonna fix it. Got a plan.
0: Yep. Still a fail. Still so still fucking jitter. Now that you've like
1: um, stood in there with two fails, do you have a win?
0: Well my new bed's my new bed's buddy comfortable and I've got my new linen and it is off the hook and it's it's good. Worth every uh,
1: cent, eh?
0: Worth every cent. We made two thousand butters the other day. I'm happy about that.
1: Yeah, now you're just going uh, off the tangent of wins. Like you can't have multi.
0: My life is like a roller coaster. You can't have
1: multi fails and multi wins. It's just a one win one
0: Sorry, I'm case. just stealing the show. Yeah. All
1: right. (laughs) moving on then (laughs) Uh, what are we moving on to okay okay so basically decisions we have not fucked up um so let's start at the start of our businesses basically so back in launching days um and we can just banter back and forth and see where we're at so go Sheree.
0: okay i've I've got a couple written down here because this is something that right when right back at the start uh I could have listened to people who said to me, "Like this isn't a logical idea. It's not going to make you money. It's, you're never going to make money selling spices at the markets."
1: for you! Oh, damn!
0: Yeah, <laughs> you just wait. I'll see how much my linens worth now, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> We're basically just using so, it to
0: abuse people. <laughs> So someone said something when I was at a uh, one of my vagina waving conferences that I go to, uh, and it's about how you have two sorts of people who support you in your life. And there's people who support you on a personal level, and that's kind of your close family, your close friends. They love and they care about you very much, and they care about you and your personal life. And then there's those who are here, and they because they believe in your business, in your business plan, and often the two even though they're both very supportive, will clash. They'll both have different ideas. And that's because people who are so close to you will be looking out for your personal finances. They won't want you taking big risks. Whereas, I guess, a business mentor or or someone on a business level will look at look at it f- if with an element of separation, I guess, and stand back and they'll say, okay, this is actually a good plan. You've You've got a good idea here. You need to make some changes, but you can make it work. And if you don't have people putting their two cents in who are are these people who are here to believe in your business, then you'll easily get led down a path of keeping things small, keeping things very right. safe. Yeah. Uh, maybe, hey, look, I, I remember lots of people saying to me, hey, like, you're probably better off going and getting a job because you've got a steady income for your family. And that's not necessarily bad advice. It's just sometimes you need someone in your corner to say, hey, there is so much potential here. This business could be amazing. Go yeah. for it. I mean, I've always been relatively safe about my decisions and I've sort of plodded along at my own pace, but believe in yourself and and get some advice from someone who's not as close to the situation would be my first, first good decision that I ever made because otherwise they never would have made it past the pepper and me. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think that. Uh, Market market stall phase. Yeah. I think it's um it's it's nice to actually like reflect on that, and I do agree completely with you know with that. There's two people, um I think families bless them, um they they are some of the ones that are so personally close to you that they are
0: the ones that are like, oh I don't know, don't know if you should do
1: that. Oh, there's too much. Work. <laughs> yeah, and
0: yeah. The, and the other thing is that your family. Other ones who will pick you up at the end of the day if you fall yeah. down as well. So your business mentor is going to be gone at that point. He's not yeah. going to be sticking around. Yeah. Uh, your family will always be in there and they'll, they'll always have you back. So I'm not disregarding it. But, no. uh, you know, I think it's really important to have two sides Talent. to, to Talent. your coin. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't have to be a mentor. Like, you kind of do that for me a bit and I probably do that for you a little bit. Yeah. When
1: Bouncing ideas of somebody yeah. who... Separate, who doesn't doesn't have a who can have an outside view without it actually affecting them really
0: be a little bit more bold I guess so yeah, yeah. anyway moving on that was my first decision so oh,
1: that's a good one to you yeah my I think one of my like pivotal decisions was having the confidence in my product and knowing that it was good enough to sell and then making the immediate decision to use social media as my main marketing tool, right from that very first, like, I'm going to start a business. It's going to be called something with Magnolia. Okay. It's going to be called Magnolia Kitchen. Okay. Facebook, Magnolia Kitchen within months. Instagram magnolia kitchen like right from the very start those those decisions and that trust in my product whether it was blind or not yeah they're huge and a very big deal and I think that's so important
0: (laughs) yeah definitely key I'm the same as well like there's just no business without social media, that's for sure. When I mean, you're trying to start up with nothing.
1: I think, yeah, it's very important. Yeah, anyway. It
0: is. I've got a note here for my next one about taking your advice, it was your advice, and changing to post taste So we started off using Go Sweet Spot, and we used to handwrite everyone's address on the package, and you had yeah. to book every career individually. Each career would take about 10 minutes to book. And it was such luggage, but it was good for us because you didn't have to have an account. You paid your $6.50 every, every time you booked a courier. And I was quite happy with that because they picked it up from my house. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And you're like, dude, it could be so much easier. Yeah, when I, when I found out you
1: were doing that, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know what? I was, I, when I just heard you saying that, I was exactly the same because I set up with Fastways. Back in the day, and I was the same thing. I bought a book of tickets, and then I would go and I would just, as I wanted to send something out, I would have this book of tickets and I would just peel it off and stick it on the package and like handwrite it and call them to come to my house. Or even often, I wouldn't even call them to come to my house, I would go and drop it off at the depot because they were so unreliable.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, but I used to it, put my packages in the bottom of Peppa's pram and walk them up to the post shop. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's so relevant though like I think at that point at that point I think I had just relaunched my online store when you were sort of doing that and somebody had said to me go sweet spot and so it was just a case of passing on that information being like dude what the fuck you doing do it like this <laughs> yeah. and then you surpassed me and you went to career post and you were like That's dude this is way better, you should do this and now I did the same thing. So it was like tit for tat. It
0: is. So basically
1: what we're saying is um every every pivotal choice in business needs to be a bets or a Cherie going back and forth.
0: <laughs> so basically just just making that decision allowed us to like it saved us time every night it was it would have saved me an hour that was more time to make product to sell product to yeah like promote product take better photos cook better food so every decision like that that saved me a little bit of time allowed us to grow so it's all necessary and sometimes you've just got to make the sensible choice yeah but sometimes you just need a bits to tell you to someone might need to we might be your push we might be the little push you need yeah if you're listening <laughs> to this
1: and you're handwriting you know career tickets or something like that and still thinking that that that's a smart decision or you just didn't know that there was another option you're listening to this you've been like oh my gosh guys google goes sweet spot or career post account
0: (laughs) yeah that I remember why why I didn't want to do it is because I had to it was $500 for the ticket printer that was was a that's a massive like probably the biggest investment i would ever made at that point but then I um I didn't realize you can actually just use a normal printer and you can print off yeah those tickets
1: I started off with a normal printer and then um, upgraded to the thermal one
0: zebra but like honestly thermal printers where it's at mate like just it's go just straight for the thermal like, yeah.
1: <laughs> that just that instantly just reminded me of you know in business where you don't want to spend money and yeah. once you do spend the money you're realizing how why did I fuck around for so long it was my cake cutter my uh leveler that cuts I think it cost me like 280 dollars for the big daddy like awesome fucking like cake leveler and up until like I got that oh, maybe like two years ago I had been freaking using them. This piece of fucking shit, and I just was like, I was like, no, I just can't justify. It. I just can't justify spending two hundred eighty dollars on a on a piece of equipment that levels Fuck me, I would spend that a hundred times over now if I could go back in time and tell myself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm on a tangent, I'm on a tangent, just spend the money, just do it next big decision or one of my like pivotal decisions was it's sort of linked to the other one that I mentioned about um, like setting up social media and stuff. So starting as I meant to continue. So once I decided that I was going to start Magnolia Kitchen, it was like, There was no other option. It wasn't like, I'm just going to try out this thing. I'm just going to see if it works. I was like, this is my future. I'm starting a business and there is no other option. So I'm going to start Magnolia Kitchen. It's got a name. I literally, balls to the wall, all in. I went and I registered the business as a limited liability company straight away. I opened a bank account and I set up um, GST and I started filing GST. And I was I think I must have been filing like negative for fuck like three or four years. Just it was just that habit of um I'm in a business.
0: That's so bloody smart though. I know. You, well you probably had a few years in the bank, didn't yes, you? I did, I did. I had um I had I had a fair amount of fucking credit
1: um with the tax man. Because of that, because I was always running at a deficit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good, good move. It took me about a year to go as a, a limited liability company. And I wish I'd just done it straight away because yeah. it's still messy now. There's like all my zero and all my bank accounts have got like the sole trader account. Yeah. And the, yeah. Oh, and ACC sends me bills for like my sole trader. And I'm like, I'm not a sole trader anymore. I don't need two sets of bloody bills. Yeah. Of shit.
1: I don't know that I, I didn't, I don't remember getting any advice from anyone. It was more that I just was. Was so determined to have this business be the rest of my life like this is my future it wasn't it wasn't that I was thinking about it from an accounts point of view or anything like that I just wanted to be legit but yeah. now looking back I was like that's the smartest fucking decision I ever made because I've just got such a strong history in my business and my accounts and everything and growth and it's all trackable it's, yeah anyway so yeah that's, that's very clever, clever. A, a great clever move by bets mm. take that one to the bank yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so I got a loan in January 2017 I hadn't I'd started the business with like $350 I never really borrowed any money I borrowed $5,000 off a friend of my dad because he's I don't know had lots of money obviously like, like to invest in things uh, and it seems like such a small amount now but that cash injection allowed me to speed up the growth a little bit so instead of buying 100 labels I could buy 500 labels 500 jars and it really allowed me to triple the growth speed of the business basically that's so cool and I think people are really nervous about borrowing money and I'm nervous about borrowing money and that's actually the only money I've ever borrowed uh, but you've got to take risks sometimes yeah. you know You know, calculated risks they might be just a small risk but you've got to take risks to see some return and that was a really pivotal point for my business because that was when everything was like right I've got debt now I have to make this work Yeah, I'm going to give everything I'm going to stop pissing around like we need to make a commitment and uh, obviously did I I'm really thankful to him because it was like a, a no no risk loan and, and very low interest and things like that but I don't think I would have had the confidence to go to the bank at that yeah. point so yeah. I'm really appreciative and of, do you know um, what I'm doing that
1: yeah banks are dicks <laughs> <laughs> like blanket banks are dicks I just I think about when we opened Magnolia Kitchen like this week Cafe and approaching the bank was the most scared I've ever been because it was literally their yes or no meant basically the success or fail of my business. And they held that power and they literally made me jump. Even though I had everything, I had everything on paper that proved that this was a viable, successful option for them to bat. And they still made me feel like a piece of shit on the ground. Like we are taking a huge risk on you. No, you can't have that. No, Oh, you can't do that and these are the terms and you must jump through this hoop and it was just it made me it made me second guess what I was doing they really did they made me second guess what I was doing because I was like well if they're not gonna if they're not like jumping over the moon like excited about this situation maybe there's a reason why they're not like why are they why are they not fucking jumping at the chance so
0: yeah 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 anyway so I, thanks I'm, for I'm I'm glad I've never had to deal with it, but there are so many other ways you could fund a business now with the, like via social media. There's crowdfunding. Yeah, I know. Use. Imagine. Um, what are what are those other crowd kind of ones where you, everyone invests a little bit now yeah. and you get your product like six months later or something like that? Yeah, I
1: know. Um, I know some people who've done it for releasing a book.
0: So like self-publishing ah, a book. Okay. So
1: it, yeah. So basically, the um people. They get people to basically pre-order the book before it's even yeah. been created, and then that pays for the production up
0: front. I've seen lots of people do it, and then you end up with no debt, and that's yeah. an amazing way to yeah. do it without banks. There are, And then there's also, you can bring on board investors, and yep. that is something I'm kind of glad I didn't do. Me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to share that shit! <laughs> no, and I it's mainly the decision-making that yeah. I don't like sharing, because I like to do things on a whim, and... Often other people are like, Oh, I don't know about that. And I'm like, Well I'm gonna do it uh, like i It's
1: done, It's
0: done. It's <laughs> like literally done.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
0: It's uh, I'm not I'm not always right. I'm not saying I'm always making the right choices, but I, I like I like following my heart, I guess.
1: Yeah, and your gut as well. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we could probably talk a lot more, maybe another episode about borrowing money. Or, um,
1: yeah, actually. Uh, it's good. Yeah. This one is being talked about in my book and I joke about it, but in all seriousness, I decided to have my son James as part of my business plan. No joke. I was working four days a week doing payroll and working in finance. And I was doing Magnolia Kitchen as well. And then I decided that Magnolia Kitchen was doing so well that I normal my normal job was getting in the way. So it was, and Harley and I were at that point in our relationship that it was like, okay let's have kids and the whole thing was I will get pregnant I will go on maternity leave and I will not return I will grow the business straight from maternity leave so uh, that was another huge turning point for the business um, to make that decision it was a huge turning point for our family as well but yeah that one that one was one of the best decisions um, I think I've ever made (laughs) I'm like for my business but I obviously for our family too (laughs)
0: You say yeah, I was like, smart. I'm like yeah. do you want me to throw something? In yeah,
1: you? I was just like I was like I'm stunned to sell like uh where am I going with this? Um, love you, James. You were a business decision. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's,
0: that's good, hilarious. Though. Yeah it's pretty cool that you can make the two work together
1: well after that it was kind of like then you realize how hard it is to actually have a newborn and run a business and you know fight that hustle and grow the business but also grow a baby and grow a child and realize that they actually get in the freaking way of that whole business running thing (laughs) but you do what you gotta do
0: uh following on from the pregnancy mine was the same because uh when I got pregnant with kit this made me realize that I we couldn't work at home anymore so that was oh gosh December 2017 and I was like there's no way I'm doing this from home anymore I had three staff members working (laughs) with me and I'm like there's no way I'm doing this with the baby and
1: it was oh we'd come and stayed with you at Christmas time remember and
0: yeah you guys helped us move into the warehouse
1: no no oh was it yeah well, we did and it. Shannon yeah were in, yeah that's were right on my
0: shelves and stuff yeah. so that was pretty awesome that was a massive leap for me that was probably the first major commitment I'd made because those staff I had at that stage were all family so they didn't have contracts or anything not that we need to talk about that right now but no. <laughs> they could um, have just more illegal shit than that would be for our like regret session <laughs> <laughs> like huge huge commitment signing a, I signed a two-year lease like that's that's massive for me scary uh and scary and I remember and, you how know, like, you were I remember <laughs> you were shit in your pants I was you know and then but as soon as we got in there like we filled up that unit and the business probably tripled within yeah. a matter of months
1: because it was around the same time that you were um you had started getting your pace made outsource eh? I had
0: it was just after yeah, that maybe it was, yeah maybe it was just two months after that like yeah. why don't we just scraped through that Christmas yeah and then I was like okay I can't deal, and then I was just so proud of moving into that warehouse, and it just allowed so much more growth, so much more growth. And then for maybe a couple of months, and then I hired Nikki, who's our manager, and that was a massive, massive like basically since then, um, up and up, up and up, up and up. And she's hundred percent been my wingman and helped. You know, well, obviously I was eight months pregnant at that time, so it's really allowed it me the necessity to, as well. Yeah, I've I've been able to mostly. I wouldn't say relax and enjoy Kit, but like I didn't go to work for six weeks and I re- I could rely on her to do everything pretty much, which is amazing. It you know? is amazing. It yeah. is massively amazing. Well done. It's well done. Wow, well, well done to myself for hiring her because she's a bloody legend.
1: <laughs> kind of like make or break. I remember when you were saying that you were going to hire a manager because it was like, well, I'm going to go on maternity leave or I'm not going to be able to work because <laughs> I'm having a baby. And it was like, yeah. a, this has to happen happen this has to happen I love being there for all of it as well because I'm like oh I remember talking about it and I remember like you're the way that you were and I remember like what what I said to you and it's um it's funny thinking back to those situations and how like it wasn't actually that long ago
0: no well this is only what, 18 months ago so yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy, it is to crazy. yeah two more huge huge pivotal moments and positive decisions so and both risks you know like small risks everything yeah. that we're talking about really are small calculated risks that have allowed us to grow our businesses which yeah. is a necessity and I see people and I want to do a whole podcast on this I see all these small business owners complaining like oh my sales are so quiet I've, I've done nothing this month I'm dead this month and I'm like well change something if no. it's not working change something yeah and they, they're like oh I had this huge inquiry but I can't do it because I can't do it for from there and I'm like well if you really think that your business has potential change something yeah. you know do you need to get a new premises do you need to be storing more stock do you need what do you need to yeah. be able to grow because if it's not working how it is now <laughs> but it's, you can't take big yeah. orders because you it's like you a, vicious it. a vicious it is. cycle it yes. literally is and someone's going to just stand up, make the hard call and say I need to go and get a loan I need to yeah, yeah. do something you know
1: Do you know when I um when I took on the second premises, I I wasn't even sure that I could afford the rent on that, but I knew that I was too big for my current premises. And I thought, you know what, break it down. Okay, so the rent is X amount and how many wholesale accounts do I need to get? Or how many how much product do I need to sell wholesale to cover that rent? And it was just as basic as looking at it like that. And I was like, Okay, well I need to do this. So I was like, Okay, fine, sign the lease, I'm gonna do that. And it yeah. was just a case of doing it, and it's absolutely. I need another two fucking premises now because
0: fuck. yeah, I'm literally <laughs> the same because we took on it was we that's this is what I mean by we parallel yeah. like, you and yeah. I through so many things. You took on the lease of a place next door, and then I yeah. took on the lease of yeah. my place next door. Yeah, and yeah. Like, uh, we took that on this January, and then built the ceiling, put the aircon in, and that's where we do all our. And now can now, we even
1: imagine a... life without it?
0: No. Within two weeks, we were like, "How the hell?" I did know- I know, I know, um, hired two new staff, you know, just having that unit has allowed us to double or triple our wholesale capacity yeah. as well
1: so, so yes our co- oh. our overheads are going up but our like it's weighing off against each other because it's allowing us the production space and the ability to produce more product which means more income coming in and that's a positive
0: cycle it's not a vicious cycle it's a positive cycle so it is yay. every time you make a decision has been really good for growth yeah. but the other thing for me is actually being able to buy and store Yes. more bulk products Yes, because we used to buy say like a kilo of cinnamon now we just buy 25 kilos of cinnamon yeah. because we can store it all we've got the space it made my nose uh, when you said that i was like
1: oh imagine am <laughs> just like oh, sniffing that by accident
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's huge because that drew out like drove our costs down enough to have better wholesale margins because yeah. we didn't have those in the first place so i've been able to start wholesaling without putting the customer's prices up which has been amazing I'm stoked like we've never put our prices up in three years yep. so I've managed to grow that margin a little bit to afford to wholesale and that's so. by taking on extra staff
1: and well, an extra um production area extra, extra storage. Unit
0: so we can store more stuff and the, the price Difference between one kilo of cinnamon and 25 kilos of cinnamon is, you know, really significant. Isn't that crazy?
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Is and look at it like that and hear it, hear it spoken about like that. So I think that that's actually probably the most valuable thing we've said today.
0: <laughs> I think this is going to be a really yeah. valuable episode to anyone who's in a small business or very small online business. Yeah, feeling like they've. You know, ho- hopefully we don't encourage people to take crazy things no, that aren't sensible. No, but, but,
1: but calculated, even if, it, even if you're. Exactly. Here, Calculated um, calculated risk um, when you can see a semi immediate um, gain is, it seems like a no brainer, really. Yeah. 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 Okay. On. I've got one last one. So I've basically, it may have been a reaction, this decision that I made, but it um, has been so pivotal in my business. So we'll just ignore the fact that it was a reaction to something negative in that um, my business was shut down by being reported to the council. So we'll ignore that part and ignore that this decision was a reaction. The decision to not just leave my business as it was, failed, shut down, in trouble, whatever. The decision to fight back and go out and find myself a premises to make Magnolia Kitchen as big as I always knew it possibly could be. And now it is a worldwide destination. So yeah, that was a great decision (laughs) and pivotal to my business.
0: I love that. It's like your determination was like, You will not shut down the season. (laughs) You shall not stop me.
1: Gonna have to try harder than that,
0: bitch. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I remember that's when that's when I started following you was when you opened your cafe. Yeah, so I remember how excited you were and all the little details and yeah, I I actually (sighs) found lots of those
1: photos when I was looking through the stuff for um the boat chat podcast. I found lots of um the shell of the shop and what it looked like and everything and the fit out and yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. The yeah, journey that we have found ourselves on. Not even found out, Sorry, that is the wrong lingo. Not found ourselves on. We have the journey that we have put ourselves on, and how far we've come. Yeah, yeah. Still
0: so far, so far to go. Oh, like absolutely. I, I, I pretend like I can afford linen, but I can't really. I just have a massive credit card bill. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but um, that baller life. So much growth. Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah. right. yeah. pretty but he's I can't afford linen either. But they can still wear some gold chains. He's still
0: baller. <laughs> I'll be happy. I'll be happy in my bed, so I'm all good. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This was this was an awesome podcast. I really enjoyed chatting about this. Like, I feel like people will be I don't know motivated and
0: encouraged. Yeah, I think we've got a lot of small business owners listening, so I thought today would be good to, good to do a business one. And, yeah. Um. Let's, yeah, let's just give ourselves a pat on the back because yeah. it was freaking awesome. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> anyway, but we would love to hear you guys' thoughts on what we've chatted about today. Um, tell us about your business businesses and maybe where you're yeah. at a crossroads maybe um or if you've had some sort of similar experience and how you've overcome it that sounds awesome yeah.
0: i am so keen and i'm so keen to follow your businesses and know what you're yes, doing and absolutely check in with everyone right boss you all around with our bossy advice yeah, yeah.
1: It. <laughs> take it or leave it but actually just take it <laughs>
0: yeah just do what we say
1: yeah <laughs> okay um until next time uh thanks for listening yeah see you later all right, you've been listening to Successfully F'n Up by CMB. You can follow me, Betts, over on Magnolia Kitchen's Instagram, which is an authentic reality dose into my life as a self-made business owner, a mum, and everything else I feel the need to share.
0: As always, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Let us know what you would like to hear us chat about in the future episodes or just drop by our Insta at Successfully and Up. Uh, and share your wins and fuck ups for the week. and our hashtag is hashtag my win, my fuck up.